You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneur network.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Are you frustrated and confused about how to attract new clients? Nothing you have done is working and you're tired of waiting for the phone to ring. Imagine learning the tips and tools that will help you get noticed and booked by your ideal client and paid what you're worth for your amazing services. Now's the time to make your dream a reality and the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show will teach you how. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Hi everyone, great that you can join us again today. We have another amazing guest in store for you. Now I know that as a woman in business, juggling a family, our businesses and a myriad of other tasks in our lives can be both overwhelming and exhausting. However, according to my guest Deborah Kosowski, she's a well-respected business strategist and coach, it doesn't have to be this way. And Deborah shows her clients how to conquer the barriers to their success and on today's show is going to show you how you can boost your visibility in the marketplace in three easy steps, how to streamline your business to increase your productivity and profile only in one hour a day, and how to let go of mummy guilt so that you can create balance in your life and boost your family's bottom line and so much more. Welcome to the show, Deborah. Hi, Anne-Marie. Thanks so much for having me. I'm all the way in Canada and I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, absolutely. Now, now, I know as women, and many of us do have family and some of them young children, it can be really difficult to balance everything. So in your experience with the work with that you're doing with your clients, what do you see are the biggest obstacles that women can encounter on their way to success? Well, one of the obstacles I would say that many women encounter is the comparison of others. It's a comparison trap. They're looking around them and seeing that there's women getting ahead or doing things in which they envy per se Mm. and you know they sit back and they're like you know what how come she can do it all and then they lose track of the gifts that they have their talents and suddenly I like to use this as an example you take a paper doll and every time you compare yourself to someone else you're actually cutting that paper doll that represents you into many pieces and by the end of a day or a month or whatever you want to refer to a time frame, it's like throwing it up in the air like confetti. People lose track of who it is you are because you're so busy trying to be like everybody else. And that's a huge obstacle. Mm -hmm. And it can even really minimize the amazing things that we're doing in our own businesses because we fail to recognize that because we're so busy looking at what other people are doing and thinking, oh, why can't I achieve that? So it's really sad that we're not even recognizing some of the things, amazing things that we're doing in our own businesses as well. One of the other obstacles I would really like to touch on is that, you know, I've known different business owners and sometimes if it even comes to their personal finances, they leave it to someone else to take care of. And it might not be your favorite thing to do and you might outsource to a bookkeeper or the accountant, but you still need to know your numbers. You need to know what money's coming in and what money's going out. And that can be an obstacle when you don't get a handle on your numbers. You don't know how much you can invest in your business or how much you can actually give out 
without putting yourself in the hole. Yeah, absolutely important. And I know myself, and you probably have heard the same thing, Deborah, that some business owners, while we're outsourcing it, when we ask our accountants or bookkeeper to explain it to us, they really need to do it in a way that we can understand. So we need to know what's going on. And if they, you know, if our accountant or bookkeeper is saying something to us that we don't understand, we really need to take the time to say, you know what, I don't understand that. Can you explain it to me in English so that I do know exactly what's going in, what's going out and where I need to really focus on. Would you agree? Yeah. Absolutely. I, I myself can share an experience that there was a time when I helped put together an event and, you know, I didn't get involved in the financial aspect as, or ask enough questions about where money was going for what type of things and because I just could put complete trust that this person, you know, was very diligent. They had experience with this. And not saying that they didn't, but I didn't really invest my time and be present enough to know where I could have said, hey, you know what, maybe we should do something different here. Mm-hmm. And it, it cost, it was a costly lesson, but I learned a lot from that experience. And that's why it's great to share with your listeners that, you know, make sure you're present, make sure you're involved in finding out um, where the money's going and if you're if you're going to be putting some money into it at the end of the day, you might not need to be directly involved. But if there's decisions about money, you really need to know what is going on in your company. Yeah. I mean, I've got a, a number of experiences, too, where people have unfortunately given all of the, you know, the, the, the handling of their books and their finances over to bookkeepers and accountants. And money was unfortunately getting paid out to not what they thought it was going to be. So we really do need to take responsibility because after all, it is our money and and we need to know exactly where it's going to and to the right places that we want it to go. So great, great reminder. Plus they say, (laughs) Mm. yeah, plus they say that whatever you track grows. Oh, yes. Right. If you want to improve something, that's going to grow. So that's one of the huge things I would suggest to all women. That can be an obstacle, but you can overcome it by making sure you're part of those key decisions. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, okay, so we've got comparison trap. We've got really make sure that you track your finance, particularly your income. I mean, if we focus and, and track that, it's going to grow. Like you've just said, Deborah. that's fantastic. Are there any other obstacles that you want to share? Those self-limiting beliefs. Those, um, it's that negative pattern of thinking that you know comes into our heads talks us out of what we want to do and that self-limiting belief will be like I'm not enough I'm not worthy I don't deserve enough and this is my theory there's seven billion people in the world and if someone at some point in your life has told you that you know or you've taken it your perspective perception was that they told you that you were not enough or you didn't deserve it or you weren't worth it I want you to think that there's those 7 billion people on the planet and really who are you going to give your power to? You got to remember what matters most is what you believe. And I think that was self-limiting beliefs because we can tell ourselves and it might be that, you know, that person was your grade one teacher and you've carried it with you the whole time. It's those beliefs like I'm not enough. And the final question would be is who says? Yeah. 
Who says? I like that question. And I think as women, we're really good at that, aren't we? Of, of doubting, of not having real faith and awareness that what we are doing is really great. And it's like that inner critic. I don't know if you you often will speak about that, Deborah, is that little inner voice, you know, that says, really? Mm-hmm. Do you really think you can do that? And it's like, you know what? What you're saying here, Deborah, is turn the volume down on that or ask that uh, inner critic, who says? Who told you that you couldn't do that? Who told you that uh, you weren't able to be successful and generate the, the same success. Self-limiting beliefs, absolutely. Are there any others that you want to share or those are the three that you want to focus on today? Those, those are the three biggest ones yeah, I would have to say yeah. here today. And I think that's such a great reminder that uh, really if you find yourself comparing yourself to others, you need to stop. Start really focusing on what you're doing and do that really well and your ideal clients will show up. Look after your finances, track that income because that's what you want to expand. And of course, self-limiting beliefs. If you have a self-limiting belief or that inner critic that starts to doubt, you just say back to who says absolutely wonderful. Now, I know as mothers, um, and I've got three, thankfully, they're a lot older now, they're teenagers, so they're uh, mobile, they can drive themselves around. But I remember back when they were very young, and it was really a juggling act. So what do you have to share for women who are in business and who've still got young children? How can they maintain their identity as a mother, even if they're still teenagers, we're still moms, and business? owners? Well, I don't think we ever lose our role as a mom. Mm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I think once you become a mom, it's with you for life. Yeah. And uh, I know I even call my parents on occasion, you know, to ask that advice and have them bounce off some ideas every so often. But when I refer to the identity as a mom and a business owner, when we get so engrossed in be, being our, in our mom role, we often lose sight of what we wanted for ourselves. So this is where I pull in the fact to know what you want for yourself as well. Because like you said, you know, they're teenagers starting to become more independent. And suddenly, you know, there's that could be that empty nest. My kids are 9, 11 and 14. So I'm, I'm not quite to the fully independent stage, but <laughs> we're getting And it there. brings on a whole other <laughs> set of worries <laughs> too. So yes, I absolutely definitely. agree. Yeah. When you want to maintain your identity, uh, the important part is, is to always carve out time for yourself, that you need that me time, minimum, minimum of 15 minutes a day, ideally 30 minutes at least, Mm -hmm. where you have a chance to recharge, whether it is getting a form of exercise, whether it is, you know, just going for a walk, giving yourself a manicure, going for the bubble bath. You need to have time for yourself to think about all the things that you want. And I don't believe being a mom and a business owner are mutually exclusive. I think they're integrated all the time because when you're involved with your kids and you might be on the sidelines of a soccer or a football game, you still could be potentially networking with other parents. You know, so it's never mutually exclusive. But to know that you can integrate your family life and your your life as a mom and your business by sharing with your family what your goals and dreams are because they become your cheerleaders mm-hmm. where when, when they know what the goal is and the dream is, you can also think of ways that you can support them or they can support you. And I'm going to just put this out there for a mom who has very young children. You can, you know, you can hire the, a local babysitter while you're in your office, especially if you have a home office. 
And you can still be in the same home working on things while someone's caring for your child. Now, if they're a little bit older and you can have the door open or, you know, um, if there's a certain time frame you can block off that your spouse is at home, you can put a little stop sign or pull out the favorite toys at certain times where they're going to be quite busy while you make a few phone calls. You can chunk work down into, you know, 30 minutes, an hour, because when you think of the time that we use, if you said a full hour, would you say you're productive for Mm. a full hour or would you be more productive if you had a 20-minute time frame, you knew you had to make a certain phone call or a certain amount of emails to get done. Absolutely. You know, as you were um, sharing those great tips, and I think that is so important, I was reminded when my kids were still at primary school and I was doing some additional studies to really help me get a certification for my business. Do you know many of the lessons that I was reading and the, the assignments that I had to complete, I did in that car. I was so productive. And it's incredible that, you know, that you say, how productive are we in, say, 30 minute blocks or, you know, 60 minute blocks? I knew if they were getting out in 30 minutes I would get there and I would knuckle down and it's incredible how much information that I completed so absolutely agreed there's always little pieces of time that you can uh, use and leverage in in your business and I know that I certainly did that too so that's a a great reminder for, for everyone Deborah. I know that you say it's important to know your why. So why is it so important that we know our why? The why, the big question is when people understand or, or they feel like that, you know, I've hit a plateau or my business isn't growing or things are just don't seem to be aligning right. It's good to stop and say, okay, so what is going on? Look at what's working, what's not working, and what can be changed. But also, that big question of the word why is to go back to, why did I go into business in the first place? And this is really important when you feel like, you know what, I'm not loving this anymore. As much. You know, when you first bring home a new baby, or you first started your business, you wanted to tell everybody about it. You want to say, hey, check this out. This is, this is new for me. And at some points, when people hit a plateau, they feel like, you know what, am I going to continue on? Am I, and should I continue or am I, is it time to throw in the towel? And instead of doing that is realign with your why. Why were you excited in the first place? Why did you start your business? And why is it important to you? Connect with what your vision and your mission was. Mm. And if you can see if you're still on track. Because often what happens is we see that we strayed completely from what it was that really got us excited. Yeah. And it might be that you're no longer excited about that and you need to either rebrand or shift the, the way you're going or you might start a different business. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that passion and that excitement and that really you can leverage that to really drive you forward because I know as solopreneurs, particularly when we've got young, you know, children and you've got three, Deborah, so there's three little people that uh, you're responsible for as well. It can become exhausting and sometimes we need to get up a little bit earlier or stay up a little bit later just to complete a task or put together a proposal. If we're not passionate about the work that we're doing why would we want to spend that extra time on on our business so it's so very important to uh, to really re- reconnect with that why 
Now, you are a mum, as you said, you've got a, a children of 9, 11 and 14 and you've, you've got your own business and you have even had the time to write a new book. The title of your book is The Entrepreneurial Mom's Guide to Growing a Business, Raising a Family and Creating a Life You Love. So what's your secret? How can a mom do it all? Well, one of the biggest things to doing it all is letting go of the mommy guilt. It is a very unproductive emotion, which I believe many moms feel. Um, you know, they, they feel so frustrated that, you know, is it okay for me to have something for myself when they feel that they need to be giving to their families with their whole heart? And I'm not saying that you're not going to be giving to your family wholeheartedly, but guilt itself comes from a place of expectations um, that we allow others to put for us instead of reflecting back to our family and what we wanted for our family as a whole. And when you're working with your spouse or partner to say, well, what is it that what is so important? Again, not only a why in business, but why in, in your family? What do you want your family to be like? So it's always good to look at your outcome or result that you want to happen because then that's where you can dedicate your energies and often to get rid of some of that guilt is begins with, with stop criticizing yourself. You came with so many gifts and talents that you need to bring out into the world because people are waiting for it. That when you criticize yourself, you put yourself also into that mommy guilt. And that's when those self-limiting beliefs and doubts and all those extra things kick in. You need to come from a place of trusting your gut instead of the mommy guilt, mm. but trusting in your gut, knowing that what you make your choices are, are connected with your why and what you want for your family and your business. And w when you come from that focus, you can have many things. It took me to write this book and my previous book, GPS, Your Best Life, um, co-authored with Charmaine Hammond. You know, it, it was paragraphs at a time at some days. And some days it was two, three pages or a chapter. Mm -hmm. But the point is, if you take consistent action, eventually you're going to have your book or whatever it is you're after. And it's like you said, Anne-Marie, you know, getting up earlier, staying up later, whatever it takes, because if it drives you you will succeed. Mm. No, I remember um, when my children were very young and just in primary school, so that would have been around the age of, say, five to seven. And I'd only just started my business, and back then it was in the career industry. But mommy guilt was one of those things that I really had to, to work through because I recognised that, uh, you know, I was juggling a business as well as raising a family, and so I would not have, you know, lots of time to go spend to the park or go and have coffee mornings or afternoons and play groups and all those sorts of things there was you know certain ones that I said yes to but I recognized that I couldn't do do them all and there were some people in those groups who would sort of look at me as if to say oh you know what what's she kind of doing so what you said is just so important you need to know of where your why is so that you can really center back on that and I knew what was really important to me my family yes and also my business and I made a decision I was not 
not going to worry about what other people thought or felt or anything like that. And you know what? As soon as I did, I then realized that there was a whole other group of mommy entrepreneurs there, mompreneurs out there as, as well. And uh, that allowed me to, to tackle Mommy Guild. So I think that that's such a great, great uh, lesson that, that you've just shared. And I, I experienced that as well, Deborah. And I grabbed some stats. Um, we have a Bank of Montreal here in Canada of March 2012. And just I, these are Canadian stats, mind you, but I, I believe it's something that we can put in a global perspective. But 71% of Canadian women would like to start their own businesses. And, you know, right now, males, business owners still outnumber their female counterparts, but more and more women especially moms mm. are going to be taking the entrepreneurial plunge and not only to help increase their family's bottom line, but they're also coming from a place of wanting something for themselves that they feel that they're in control. They might have more flexibility with their schedules. Mm-hmm. You know, they have so much to offer and bring or, or they found a solution to the marketplace that we're, we're requiring. So it's huge to watch women, um, especially moms. I, I'm so proud of all of them for taking their energy and putting it into and creating a life they love for their family and also having a flourishing business. Yeah. And um, Deborah, I mean, I'd love to, to ask you this question because, you know, I sort of had this too. I mean, we love our children. But did you find once you, you had your kids, it was just like, well, I'd love to be involved in something else. You know, there's for, for me, that's what I'd love my baby. But um, I'd really love to be doing something else because I left full-time work. And goodness, that was back, I think, 17, 18 years ago. That's when I started my business just part-time you know obviously the, the little ones um came first but did you find that too there, there was just this inner drive that you just wanted something more and why not open up a business why not have a part-time business and, and develop and grow that absolutely and I think one of the things that had sparked that for me Anne-Marie is you know there was a time then I um wanted to ask for a vacation and I was denied And I had gone to a a conference and they were talking about, it was actually Jack Canfield, and he was saying, what in your life are you not happy about in this moment? And I was frustrated because I wanted to go on this vacation and I had denied, was denied when I was an employee. And I thought, okay. So he said, well, what would you do differently? What could you do to see if you could go ahead and move forward? So I had gone in on my day day off. I was dressed up in my business attire and I had went in and I had thought of all the angles of why, why would I not be able to be granted this vacation? I was actually only requesting two days off and others had, you know, not on the same time frame. And I said I would come in at a different time and I, when I walked in, I walked in like I deserved it, that I wanted it. And I walked out getting my vacation granted. Wow. And I thought, how many times do we not go back and ask for what we want or stand up for what we believe in? Because mm-hmm. we have this fear that something's going to happen. But if we ask what the why was, what was the reasoning and ask the right questions or ask again, because maybe at the time we asked, they had just walked out of a meeting and things didn't go right. And there was other times when the the same boss that I had had said, well, you know what? Some people have no choice that they need to work full time. 
and I had looked at them and I said, you know what, I do have a choice. So one of the motivators for me becoming a business owner was so that I could have more control over my schedule and how, what I wanted to offer the world because mm-hmm. I know that there were some limitations in how I could do that um, and how I could bring it into the area that I worked in, which was healthcare. And I still pull health into my business because I know it's important to create that balance um, and making sure that you're filling all your tanks in your life because mm-hmm. um, they all, yes, your kids need you. But they learn from you also as a role model and seeing how you are as a person and how you handle every day and how you look after yourself. If anything, I can tell you, if you don't look after yourself, how would you expect your children to learn from that? Mm, Absolutely. It's Mm -hmm. so, so important. Everything we do, we're being role models. For our children. And thank you for, for sharing that personal insight. It's always interesting to see how people started their entrepreneurial pursuit. And I can see you had that drive and say, you know what? Yeah, I, I can can do this, which is just, just being a great model for all of us as, as well. So tell me, Deborah, writing that book, what would you say has been your greatest lesson in being able to find the time to actually do it and not only just work on it, but complete it? Well, it was a powerful journey because this is my second book, but this is my first solo book. And the greatest thing that I learned is that even though I I write the book for all the listeners out there, it is also a personal journey of sharing with everyone different stories of how they can be inspired and different tools and techniques of how they can do the same more as a messenger and but the greatest thing lesson I learned that once you get started you also discover that there's more to write about I already have ideas percolating (laughs) for a third book and I was like okay just just slow just (laughs) slow down here (laughs) but one of the biggest things that I talk about in the book too that you you know is very valuable is that there's so many different platforms And that was one of my greatest lessons, just as I was developing the content about some of the platforms that people have to build their business on, there's new platforms being developed all the time. Mm -hmm. And one of the biggest things about increasing your visibility and boosting your credibility as a business owner is you need to get out there. You can't just stay behind a computer. And that was, you know, that was a great lesson for me too, you know, not just typing the book, you know, and sometimes I would have a program called Dragon Speaking where I could talk and my computer would do, you know, voice to type. Mm -hmm. But being able to get out there and, you know, talk to different moms, find out what their challenges are. And also for people to know that I was writing a book. So if you have a mission, um, you know, even in your... In your business, Anne-Marie, you know, getting out there and sharing what you do, because if it's out of sight, it's out of mind. And one of um, two of the other techniques I really like, there's several platforms, but you got to choose what's best for you. And I've learned that I love doing videos. I have a whole bunch of, you know, short videos on my YouTube channel, Deborah Kazowski. And I also use a platform of blogging to help increase that credibility and visibility and at the end of the day it helps increase your client basis because they get to know you as a person and that you truly care about their success. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
and of course the uh, having written the book and now actually this is your second book and another third one on the way I'm sure you've just mentioned yes. that's a great way to build visibility too because people can get to experience you as they're reading your words and uh, I, I think that's a great way and of course the other ways that you mentioned the videos and blogging is a great way for you not only to build visibility but also your visibility but also the visibility of your your book I imagine you would be regularly sharing snippets you know uh, uh, the helpful snippets as well as building people's awareness that you have uh, this book to uh, provide solutions for them yes and with the book right now I have a fan page on um, Facebook where I offer tips and I'm doing a summer booster right now um, that people can go on there and get tips all the time, whether it be a tip for raising your family, growing your business, or just helping you create a life that you truly love. Mm. Well, that's great, Deborah. So what we'll do is we'll also put on the show blurb how you can get to connect with uh, with Deborah. And, and, and Deborah, I'll let you share your contact details. But we'll also put the link directly to your Facebook page on there and also a link to where they can grab your book. Can they grab your book from your website and Amazon or how what yes. yeah great well the best is to go to amazon yeah that's the best place to find it um you'll also find out more about me i'm in the midst of developing a book trailer um and there will be a virtual blog tour soon so i i'd love to for you to come along the journey and any way i can help you please let me know and connect with me yeah. um, you can go to my website at, <clears throat> excuse me at www.themillionairewoman.com Dot com, and I'll be happy to answer some of your questions. There's a free ins- um, download that you can help get you on track. Um, resolutionary breakthroughs to profit and prosper in your business and your life. Wonderful. So for everyone listening today, you need to get on to the, the website. And of course, that is www.thatmillionairewoman.com. If you're listening from the show blurb and uh, you've pressed the play button, if you, all you need to do is scroll down to further resources that you can access. You'll also see where and how you can connect with Deborah on Facebook. And you've got all of her other contact details as well. So please reach on out to, to Deborah. Deborah, thanks so much for coming on the show. It really has been uh, so much fun c- connecting with you. And it's amazing that you can connect with women and, you know, women who are mothers and, and running businesses from the other sides of the world. And we're, we experience the exact same things, issues, challenges, struggles and passion for our business. Isn't it incredible? It, it truly is. And I'm just inspired by what you're doing here. And I want to thank you again um, for this opportunity. My, my pleasure. Now, hang on the line there, Deborah, because what I do every single show has, is have an inspirational tip. And I'd love to get your, uh, your feedback on this as well. So just stay on the line. Here's today's inspirational tip. So today's tip is constantly focusing on issues in your biz will keep you stuck. Focus on solutions. Change your focus change your outcome. And the reason I chose this was because I think it 
fit in really well to what Deborah was saying. Love to hear your thoughts in a moment too, Deborah. In that, you know, often when we're juggling so many different things, we tend to identify what went wrong, what we didn't have time for, what we didn't do well, where we may have failed again. And I think, Deborah, you mentioned the competitor comparison where we may be looking so much at what other people are doing, we forget to focus on what we're doing and what we're doing well. What are your thoughts on that on that tip? Is that a helpful tip? Absolutely. Your tip's incredible because we talked about looking at the results and the outcome that you want, making sure that you're aligned with your why. But it's so important for you to focus on those wins, what you are doing great right now Mm, absolutely so change your focus focus on solutions focus on what's working well and that will change your outcome very very important Well, that brings us to the end of another show, another great show. I'm sure you've taken down lots and lots of notes. As I mentioned before, you need to reach out and connect to Deborah. She's got some great tips. And I know as mothers, we always like to surround ourselves and business owners, of course, we like to surround ourselves with inspiring, empowering tips to keep us motivated. Now, if this is the very first time that you've joined us on today's show, then welcome. It's great that you are here. Make sure you subscribe to our iTunes channel because you want to make sure that you get each and every single one of our podcasts. Every week we have a new guest expert that uh, we feature on the show to share their brilliance, their expertise to help you build a successful business. While you're there on iTunes, why don't you go ahead and leave a comment? Let us know what you enjoyed most about today's show, what action that you're going to take to drive your business forward. And of course, rate our show as well. That always helps us in our rankings. And of course, pop on over to our show blurb and you can leave your comments there and share them directly on Facebook as well and then that way you can also connect with Deborah. So once again thanks for coming on the show Deborah. It uh, has been another informative show with lots of tips and strategies to help us create balance and boost our family's bottom line. Thanks again. Thank you. been listening to the ambitious entrepreneur show do you want to promote your business to tens of thousands of other ambitious entrepreneurs both nationally and internationally i invite you to reach out and learn more about our customized sponsorship packages by emailing be a sponsor at ambitious network.com that's be a sponsor at ambitious network.com and we'll send you out further details This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.